Dear human, dear soul, I welcome you to my podcast series, Conversations with the Universe. Since a near-death experience, I have the gift of communicating with the subtle energies of the cosmos. This happens in a form of deep meditation, where I ask certain beings of the otherworldly world to interact with me. One of the first afterlife contacts showed me my old friend and teacher, friend of the Indians. And it gives me great pleasure to bring these conversations to you in this way, in addition to the books. My dearest friend and teacher, today I would like to ask you about chakras. I myself try to convey these small energies in my very first book, the multiplication table of being to clarify fields and above all how to activate them and what it means when they are all activated how the access to the cosmos is established or reinforced and for that all chakras need to be cleaned and active this is obviously an interaction with nature, life, thoughts, and indeed the soul's potential and strength. It's not always so easy. I wrote this other book even less consciously with yes and me. Even while doing it, you were very involved. That's why it's now a new perspective here to view it all differently. Namely with you, through you and your perception. Therefore, I ask you to speak what you want to say about chakras. Very gladly, my dear. Chakras are essentially manifestations of the soul power that lives within you. You're always nourished by the force field of the soul. But to go more precisely into the nature, imagine you have the soul core deeply anchored within you, and the soul's power field vibrates from you through every cell. In my perception, you not only own your body, but also several small energy wheels. My perception sees these energy fields spinning close to the body, so I call them energy wheels. Ah. And what exactly is the function of these energy wheels from your perspective? I see that your speed and brightness are strongly connected to the power of the soul and thereby representing a kind of indicator. The soul power is pure and strong, healthy and powerful through and through. So these chakras shine into the ethereal worlds. But if the soul is sick, these wheels jam and close. And what does it mean when they close up? What you ultimately described as well, less chakra activity means less connection to the cosmos. More chakra activity means having fully unfolded the soul potential and thereby being in connection with the cosmos. I stand corrected to be consciously connected with the cosmos. So it's more or less like a kind of primal machinery, having different gears all working together and within each other. And if a cog in this clockwork doesn't work, the whole clock doesn't work. Yes, that's exactly how it is, unfortunately. Oh, 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 
That's how I described it back then. Only when all of them really work together, then there is this very strong connection to the cosmos. Photo. But they really all have to working together. It's not enough if only one is super healthy and active and all the others are not. Yes, but please do not give the impression that people have no connection to the cosmos. I just want to point out that they live this connection through these chakras in clarity and awareness. You are always connected in the sea of energies. Yes. But what exactly is the function of these energy wheels? I mean, do we really need them? Why isn't there just a soul core, a soul power field which falls as an aura in human shows? And that's it. Why do we need because this? Because they interact with the body functions. Ultimately, they are bridges from the subtle world to matter and vice versa. As you know, each chakra is also assigned at least one body function. And that implies that chakras also animate these body functions. It's a self-acting system, synergizing with itself. So are these chakras now part of the soul or are they part of the body? They are a part of the interplay between soul and body. Oh, that doesn't really answer my question. I want to know if the chakras belong to the soul or the body. Sylvia, you can't separate Okay. It. I would have thought that the chakras are subtle and therefore belong more to the no, soul. That's not right. Because when you leave the body, you no longer have these energy wheels with you. But if the body is without a soul, it no longer has these energy wheels. Let's say... It's a kind of intermediate energy, which only exists when a soul exists and resides in a body. Can you relate to that? Yes, I can work with that. So it's a kind of new energy that's emerging. When these two work together, you could say so. One can do it. Well, look at the function of the individual chakras. You can read about it in other books. That's not really the topic here. I really just want to capture the subtle nature and your perception of the chakra activities here. Are these energy fields in front or behind? So in front of the body or behind the body or in the body? I perceive them in your bodies. Not in front and not behind. Ah, because some say they are somehow slightly above the body where the skin ends, so roughly at that level. I can't perceive these physical limits as such, love. Perhaps you should ask other entities if it's that important I to see. you. I would like to briefly revisit the issue of chakra activations. So does it mean that a person whose chakras are active and healthy has a different connection to the cosmos? Yes. Please describe this difference to me. When a person has all chakras clean and active, thus the cosmic forces resonate strongly through and with him. His soul then shines fully.
and it receives the impulses of the cosmos, the chi and all the communications in strong, pure frequency. These people are calm, balanced and connected in their steps with the cosmos. They no longer decide just from the ego, but feel the cosmic within them, through them. If the chakra field is disturbed, these perceptions distort. And what exactly does that mean? People with distorted or very slowly rotating energy wheels barely perceive the subtle world. They live in the ego, fully with oneself, believe everything you see and do is the most important and the only thing in the cosmos. You are the cosmos. In the end, it's a kind of closure. That's how it is. Then only the physical force fields and the physical functions work. What I mean to say is, these people only perceive the physical and therefore only think in physical terms. Their antennas into the cosmos are dull and dirty. So they perceive more or less only themselves. Thanks for this lovely explanation. That's very illuminating and I would like to confirm that. Of course, I come across many people who only perceive themselves. And their physical limit is the boundary of their thinking and feeling. Then man becomes more animalistic, very ruthless and heartless, very calculating, greedy and so much more because of the wrong perspective, that they think they are the center of all existence. So one could say that the interaction of soul and body through the existence of this energy speech changes, that the human only the animal would live out of itself if he doesn't have that. Yes, but one cannot say that the soul needs the body to be a soul. No. The physical, therefore, needs the energy wheels to perceive the subtle. That's how it is. The energy wheels are the body's tools for better perceiving the subtle. You've recognized that very nicely. That is ultimately the essence. These are tools. Wow, this is very understandable, very clear. I will try, or rather I have after this chapter in the book. Here are some more facts about the individual chakras, which I had acquired from the multiplication table of existence. Yes, you can do that. Very nice, as long as you can also visually represent things. For example, if a person only activates the lower chakra and all the others are, this person is quite active in his sexual drive sector, albeit slowly. That's not essentially a bad thing. If these chakras are open, then the person is also very active in many other things. But if it is just this chakra, then his decisions, his whole life, his whole being is then just guided by this energy, right? Yes. Whereas now you make the subtle responsible for the animalistic. And that's not quite right. I want to describe it differently. Do I see the lower chakra very active in a person? So this only indicates that the energy field is most active there. 
Otherwise, it has no subtle meaning. The importance of the chakras for the subtle worlds really only arises when they are all active together, because then another channel is created, an opening, a strengthening of the connection of all chakras. Do you understand? So, you want to distinguish that one or two active chakras does not mean that this area comes into contact with the subtle world each time. Not just the connection ooh, ooh. acts, but only all acting together enables some kind of subtle communication. That's how it is. Understood. I do remember, but it's also a certain type of connection between respective chakras and areas. There was so individually. I can't see that, dear. If that's the case, feel free to note it here. But in my perception, I don't see this. Not every person carries all the connections to all levels within themselves. Only the interaction of all energy wheels with each other enables direct communication into the subtle worlds. But where you end up communicating is not tied to that, but again to the soul power and the purity of the whole soul. We had already discussed that. Yes, that's right. This means, even if a person has all the chakras active and pure, and also feels the connection strongly, but that doesn't mean he can feel the whole cosmos at once, as his power potential. Isastian, if his soul power potential is decisive for this bread, you had already explained that nicely. Maybe you could give me a few tips on how to cleanse the chakras. All I want to say is that the chakras are all energy wheels. If you cleanse your entire energy field, you also always cleanse the chakras. Simply drawing the infinity symbol over the chakra wheels from time to time accelerates them and therefore could potentially help in cleansing the soul. Couldn't you also work with herbs or other no, things? No, 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 dear. No physical things can move this subtle. You have to think about this on the emotional level. In the end, it's not physicality that needs to be cleansed. So you can't use matter for it. But if you use symbols like the figure 8, this is how you write into the energetics of the cosmos and use the chai to accelerate these energy wheels again. I see this as the most efficient tool. Okay, good. That's your perception. Maybe there are also other people who find other tools. That can absolutely be the case. I am reporting on my tools, which I know how they work. Can't we also, with thoughts, go through the respective chakras with force? By going on a kind of meditative journey where you imagine activating them all individually. Yes, of course, that's also possible. Maybe it's the mix of both. See? Yes, nice thought. Okay then, I have no more questions now. Do you have anything about the chakras? No, no. Then I think I don't want to ask anything more about it now. And with that, we conclude part one of the initiation work.
into the cartography of the subtle worlds and it continues. For example, one of the next big chapters is the physics of the soul, then the cosmic physics which also deals with demons, guardian spirits, clairvoyance, black magic and all sorts of things. And then it goes into a practical part. Let's see how we can progress here. I am glad that you guys are here. Thank you. Love. <laughs>